Welcome everyone back to the Roto Sharks NBA podcast. With me right now, I have our GPP expert. Uh, his Twitter handle is Dylan6745Live1. Eventually, we'll have our cash game expert. He's running a little late here tonight, um, Ryan. But right now, we'll just start uh, without him. Uh, Dylan, how's to? Uh, we'll start by how's the day going? Well, I've been riding the cash line all night. Luca Bust kind of hurt me. But uh, everybody else is doing good for me. I need Gobert to pick it up a little bit. Conley was good, just like I thought he would be. Uh, Herbert Jones is doing good. KPJ is finally having a good game that I expect him to have. He's doing a good bit. This is Lakers game. Yeah, but, I Lakers mean, every defense is, uh, is really bad. Uh, AD is hurt. What? AD is hurt. He's getting helped up now. That's an everyday yeah. thing. Yeah, he's just got a little limp. He's fine. Oh, he stepped on somebody's foot and then twisted his foot. Yeah. Mm, that always hurts. Oh, yeah. I mean, he tried to take Singen's head off, so I mean, play a little too aggressively like that. That's kind of what happens. Well, it's inevitable. He always gets hurt, so no surprise there. But, uh, you know, I don't feel bad for um, a team that has three stars on there. So, you know, that's just me. But, yeah, overall, today's not looking horrible. It could have looked a lot better had I played Jimmy over Luca, like I agonized over for the last hour before lock. Yeah, it's amazing what we talk about on pod, and then the next day we get further into the research and – you know, we uh, sometimes listen to everybody else in the Discord, you know, amongst ourselves. And, you know, sometimes it takes you off a play that you really like, and sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I talked myself on to Luca. That was on me. I, I looked no at the historics. I looked at the usage. And everything just pushed me towards him and didn't work out. Yeah, no one can blame you for – uh playing a, a Luca, which is getting 36, 37% usage. Uh, he's yeah. the only guy there, you know. Yeah, for sure. It is, it, it is what it is. Bobby put a nice game back. He did. I figured he would. Him and Thanos is sort of about neck and neck value-wise. For sure. I think but uh, honestly, we were we were really wrong about uh, the rest of that Bucks team. They all stepped up and had a really good game today, and uh, Smack the Pistons right in the mouth. Uh, there was one person we was really wrong about. Jordan Nawara. He had a phenomenal game. He did, but a lot of that was the blowout run. Well, yeah, and I think I think also, um, like I was saying in the Discord, that was probably my third game watching the Pistons. By far, that was the worst defensive game they've ever had. Yeah, it, it was. They absolutely couldn't stop anybody. They were uh, they they looked rough tonight. At one point, it looked like Jeremy Grant was sitting on the bench, thinking to himself, "Man, I wish I still played in Denver." Yeah, it uh, it didn't go as planned. I'm sure, you know, our uh, cash game expert, big uh, Pistons fan, wasn't a big fan either. Uh, but it, it definitely uh, it definitely didn't look like the Pistons I watched against the Bulls. I watched them Saturday at Kate's um, uh, first game. I don't remember who they played. I think it was Philly. Um, but 
Yeah, that was the third game I watched with the Pistons. I like to watch these teams to see what different rotations they got, uh, all kinds of different things, and how they use it, how they use the offense. I think it helps in the research process. Yeah. Especially, especially figure out who's going to guard who. But today, that game, that game was just flat out garbage. That, that, that game was a joke. I've never seen Giannis so casually walk up to the three-point line and just take shots. What's crazy is they did good. They did a good job containing him in like the first quarter and a half, and then after that, Giannis figured it out and he just was exploding. Yeah, once that happened, it was just it was over. Yeah, it was. It wasn't good. Definitely was good. Um, JaVale McGee just entered the game. I wish we'd have got that news earlier. My lineup would have looked way different. But that's the NBA for oh, you. For you're sure. not always going to get the uh, you're not always going to get the lineup that you want because of news that happened at the ten o'clock, ten thirty game, nine o'clock game. You know, locks at seven. Um, you really, if you really want to try to play a player, you're going to have to have like a two v two ready or you know something like that. And it's hard to find on a five game slate a 2v2 that you like both ways. Oh, absolutely. All right. So we got a, we got a kind of a bigger slate than yesterday, obviously. Uh, we're going to go right into the Portland Trailblazers traveling to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Right now, Dylan, Portland is favored by three. And Cleveland, uh, the over and under is 219. We'll start with uh, the Portland side. What do you like? Uh, I mean – Dame hasn't looked good. He looked better against Philly, but uh, I mean, at eighty three hundred, you still you still should look at him against this uh, Cleveland team. There he's Garland, Colin Sexton. They don't play defense. I mean, if there was ever a game for Dame to at least hit value like he did against Philly, this is a good one to look at. CJ also had a letdown game against the Philly, but I still like him against Colin Sexton. I don't think there's anybody that you can't really look at against this Cleveland team. I don't mind a Nurkic, although his minutes aren't quite there. I don't mind Powell at his price. I mean, you can still look at Anthony Simons. He's been doing really good off the bench. And Sear Little is still doing pretty good off the bench. Uh, this Portland side, you can look at just about everybody. Oddly enough, though, I have none of them in my lineup at the moment. None of them in your lineup at the moment. That's kind of crazy. That is, but it's a really big slate. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stuff that pushes us in different directions throughout the day tomorrow. Here's my here's here's my take of why I like Dame Lillard, right? LaMelo Ball just put up 30 against this Cleveland team. Cleveland's only playing eight players. Uh, maybe nine sometimes. They kind of play that Stevenson kid sometimes. Uh, but they're only playing eight players, so they obviously the starters are getting tired. Uh, and, I mean, look at their defense. Guard play. Sexton, Garland, and Rubio. I mean, that's not all defensive team by any means. You know, he's only 8,300. I'm not saying put him in as far as cash because he's definitely not a lock the way he's been playing this year. But the fact that his peripherals were there, seven rebounds, ten assists, he got up to 20 points. This past game, um, you know, he's still shooting the ball. He's shot 20 times, you know, so against Philly. 
Um, so I love Dame Lillard. I don't know if I would put him in as like as he's not a lock, which is sad to say. I mean, last year if you ever saw Dame at eighty three hundred, that's a lock, you know. But this oh, year yeah. so far, eighty three hundred seems about rightfully priced for what he's been doing, you know? Like it's crazy. And um we talked about this kid the last time on the podcast, Anthony Simons. I know uh he got twenty nine minutes last game, um, and he had seventeen points, three assists, three rebounds. He'll, he'll, he's basically the guy that's shooting on that bench. And then when he comes in, he's getting Ricky Rubio defense. So I do love Anthony Simons as a uh, as a value play as well. Yeah, I do too. R- right now there's other point guards I like a lot more than anybody in this game. But they, they're definitely good options. Well, here's the thing, Dylan. I have not even looked at this slate, like I told you, you was like, oh, it's a 11-game slate. I was like, I knew it was a bigger slate when ESPN has a little arrow button that says go over. Like, this is literally, I don't know who's on the slate. We're just going to go through it. But I'll just give you my initial thoughts for sure. But I do like that Anthony Simons kid. But obviously, tomorrow news comes out, everything. It's going to change everything. So we'll see how it goes. But I do like that kid. Yeah, I do too. He's been coming in and playing very significant minutes off the bench. He's been a great producer, too. He he gives them that spark off the bench. For sure. And I, I do like your one boy, uh, Nazir Little, because he gets you all the perfumes. I mean, he didn't score that much against Philly, but the rebounds and assists, uh, he only had one assist last game, but he's still got eight rebounds. So he's still on there. But I think uh, I think, I think you're right on. I think you could start anybody in the starting rotation and wouldn't be mad at you. Maybe Rocco. Rocco hasn't been playing the best of all. He's had, like, one good game. But anybody yeah, else would be mad. Yeah, I agree. Roko's generally a stay away from me, just yeah. in general. All right. What do you like about the Cleveland side? Um, honestly, I still feel as if this Cleveland team is a team that we can't target because they are so inconsistent as to what minutes they're giving and what rotations they have. Um, like a lot of these guys at 30 plus minutes, normally I'd say, oh, against Damian Lillard, you want to lock one of these guys in. But uh, I mean, we just saw Colin Sexton two games ago play 18 minutes. Oh, honestly, it's hard to tell what this Cleveland team is going to do. And I personally don't want to take a shot at any of them when they might not play the normal minutes. No, I'm with you on the Sexton train. Um, well, any basically anybody in Cleveland except for Mobley. I have like a little thing for Mobley. I think he's always done me well. Um, but I'm not on on this big slate. I'm not on anybody from Cleveland side. So I I want to say load up Mobley because I mean most games he is playing close to the most minutes on the team. There was that one outlier which he screwed me where he got only 21 minutes. But at the same time, the two there's three good defenders on this team. Even Powell. Powell's not a bad defender, but CJ's a really good defender. Roko's generally a really good defender, and Nurch's generally a really good defender. So I really don't want to target against that Portland front court. Right. Uh, this would be an easy um, stay away spot for me. I'm probably not even looking at any of these players, just to be honest with you, like when I go through my player pool. Cleveland's probably not going to be on it. Yeah, I'm same boat with you. 
sometimes that burns you, but you know, it, I mean, you got to go with your gut and my gut tells me Cleveland is not going to be a good play tomorrow. Yeah. 100% agreed. And it's wild because, uh, same thing with that. A lot of these guys, if you saw Colin Sexton at 6,400 last year, you were like, Oh man, I got to play him. It's just not the case this year. Right. Right. So we'll just go ahead and travel to our next game. It's uh, the New York Knicks. They're traveling to the Indiana Pacers. Um, and this game right now is, let's see if they have a. All right, it's 218, and uh, Indiana is actually favored by two points, which is very weird. I guess uh, that's what happens when you're getting Brogdon back, right? He's uh, probable to play. Uh, Questionable still. Questionable. I thought I seen but he is uh he told reporters today that he was planning on playing. Maybe that's what I read. So yeah, he's questionable on the report, but he said he's planning on playing. But we'll see. Uh New York is pay, uh playing in a pace up game. So what do you like about New York? I mean, they're another team that's really hard to target. Everybody seems to be firing on all cylinders and pouring in to an extent. Uh, and Julius, you see his price coming down because he's been performing undervalued because everybody else is performing. You see their prices coming up. You have R.J. Barrett, 33 or 6,400. He scored 33-52-27. I mean, he's inconsistent, but he's been good. We have Kemba Walker, who's oddly enough been doing very good. He's getting 25-plus minutes and scoring anywhere between 14 and 40 Fandle points. So, I mean, a lot yeah. of these guys make a lot of these guys make decent GPP plays if you're willing to take big shots. I don't mind a well, – I was going to say I don't mind a Derrick Rose, but it seems like his minutes have taken a pretty big hit, which is surprising because that's one of Tibbs' guys. Yeah, so I mean, finds a way to get his guys some minutes. Even Taj Gibson's minutes come down recently. Yeah, one guy I do like for GPPs if Taj misses is I like going back to the well with Obi Toppin, like we did at the beginning of the season when Taj was out. Right. It, it's kind of hard to target the Knicks because they're one of the teams that actually do play about ten guys each game. So I mean. You know, I like it when they played nine, eight guys, because then there's more minutes for the bench players, more minutes for the starters. But uh, like you said, um, I mean, you've seen Kimba have a game. You've seen R.J. Barrett have a game. Uh, Evan Fournier's had a game. Uh, the only one that really hasn't had a game is Mitchell Robinson, which is, you know, he's not a he's not a scorer. But, you know, Julius Randle, Kimba, R.J. Barrett, Fournier, they could all We've have seen Mitchell game. have a game. What game? The very first one where we locked and loaded him. Oh, man, that was like three weeks ago. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? I mean, that, done. They, didn't, they didn't have Noel. They didn't have Toppin. Or no, they didn't have Noel. They didn't have Taj Gibson. And, yeah. Um, I don't even remember who they played, but they went in double overtime. Boston. Yeah. Boston was the first game. Yep. But. But I'm kind of with you on the New York side. Uh, they don't really um, do it for me. And another thing we got to look at is, especially if Brogdon comes back tomorrow, this Pacers team is going to have pretty much their starting lineup from last year. 
So I, yeah. I do expect their defense to start looking better. For sure. They did get Karis LeVert back. Um, so TJ McConnell will go back to the bench, which might help his value a little bit. I mean, he did have, um, as we're transitioning to the Indiana side here, he did have 10 assists his last game, which is, I think that was probably his best game he had. Um, but again, it's just like, uh, they didn't play, they, they don't play like extreme amount of minutes like they used to. I mean, obviously Sabonis does. Brogdon will when he comes back. Maybe not the first game. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen Karras get eased in. I think, uh, I think they're content with running their guys that they're worried about injury wise, less minutes. But I mean, overall, this is another team that I don't really want to target, especially if Brogdon comes back. If Brogdon comes back tomorrow, everybody's prices are a little inflated for him being out, including uh, McConnell. So it's against a good defensive team like the Knicks, with everybody's prices a little bit inflated. I'm not really high on any of the Pacers either. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing, man. I mean, you take advantage when there's injuries. And then you pretty much shy away because the prices get inflated when there's injuries. And then when the players come back, they're too expensive. Well, hey, the Astros just lost. How about it? I like it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad. It's amazing what the Braves have done. I know you're not a baseball fan, but they lost two stars on their team. And then they lost Charlie Morton, their starting, uh, their ace in the World Series. Didn't he, he broke his finger. Didn't he pitch on a broken leg? Yeah, he uh, came out and pitched like uh another inning or two on a broken fibula. That's wild. <laughs> yeah. That is that is definitely wild. Like he he probably would have pitched tonight if he didn't get hurt. But they still won. So All right. Anything else on the New York Indiana game? No. Uh, I mean maybe Maybe if Duarte goes to the bench, you can maybe take a shot on him. He will get increased usage. But even him, I mean, he's been doing right about value. So, in deep DPPs, you can take shots on some of these guys. If you're playing multiple lineups, I don't mind it. But if you're playing a single lineup or you're playing cash, I'm not on any of these guys. Yeah. Now, this next game, um, there's a little turmoil. Um, it's the Boston Celtics going against the Orlando Magic. Right now, Boston's only favored by six, and the over and under is 215 and a half. With all the talent on Boston's team, you would think they'd be favored by more, but there's just so much turmoil going on with the Boston Celtics. I know you had to see what Marcus Smart said about Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, right? Actually, I didn't. He said they don't pass the ball. I mean, he's right. They don't. Yeah. Why you can't play a guy like. You don't say that publicly. You take that in house. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, my advice would be to not play Marcus Smart tomorrow because they're really not going to pass the ball tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know why he would go out there publicly to say that. To be honest with you, that should be all in-house. Like, Marcus Smart, I would consider a a veteran player. He's been in the league long enough. He shouldn't be doing that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. 
not the smartest thing I've ever seen, for sure. No. With that being said, do you like any Boston? I mean, they are going up against Orlando, and Boston is the fastest-paced team in the NBA as of right now. And Orlando's uh, got the worst defense as of right now. I'm really not. They're they're another one of those teams where everybody everybody's at a right price for themselves. Uh, they're really hard to target. I personally, especially with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, me and Richie and Ryan all had this argument yesterday. They all said Jason, how good of a play Jason Tatum was, and I was like, hey, every time we play Jason Tatum, every time Jalen Brown goes off, and vice versa. So I actually played Jalen Brown on DK just to prove them to prove myself right and prove them wrong, and Jalen Brown went off, and Tatum came in at like three point five x value. Wow. So, I mean, it's just not a team that I like targeting unless there's a specific reason to target them like injury. Well, the only person I even really like to look at is Al Horford, and that's just because he's been, he's been on fire since he came back the second game. I mean, he's getting you value or above it every game. Does look really good, but right now, you know, he's at seventy nine hundred. So we basically say he's got to hit that forty mark, which I mean, he basically has in every game. But um, he's 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 right in that line, though. Yeah, I mean, he he's the one person I think you can target. I like his matchup. I like I'm okay with his price. It's a little bit under Brown and Tatum's. So, I mean, he, he's the one guy I think you can take shots at tomorrow. And I'm not going to personally, but if you needed to play somebody from this team, that's who I would play. Yeah, I don't mind a Dennis Schroeder either coming off the bench. Um, you know, I, um, I, I only thing I have a problem with is I don't like it when the bench player costs more than the actual starter. Yeah, that's a, especially that's a little when, weird. Especially with how inconsistent Schroeder's minutes are. I mean, he plays anywhere between 20 and 40 minutes. At 6'2", if he plays 20 minutes, you're probably going to be kind of upset. But if he plays 40 minutes, you're probably going to be pretty happy. For sure. Um, in GPPs, you could definitely take that risk. Oh, and, absolutely. I mean, you know, there's some, it's a there's more some of a, players that's better off the bench than the starter. Because the starter has oh. to share the usage with all the other starters. Absolutely. It's for me that that would be another more of a multiple lineup move. If you're playing multiples, definitely take a shot on him. You can take a shot on any any of these starters. So, I mean, they all do have that ability to go off and uh exceed their value right now. We can see Tatum hit close to 60, 70 Vandal points. We can see the same from Brown. But on any given day, it's just not that there's going to be any consistency to it and uh Generally, there's nothing to indicate who it's going to be. Matchup doesn't seem to matter. Uh, outside of injury, any one of them could go off at any point in time. So in GPPs, if you're playing multiple lineups, you should absolutely take shots on these guys. But if you're somebody like me that's playing one single lineup in GPPs, I wouldn't go with them. 
You know what I found funny about the Marcus Smart's comment? What's that? He had zero assists last game. <laughs> that is That's what funny. I found funny. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how can you make an outburst when you had zero assists? And like, just looking at the box score here, Tatum and Brown had three apiece. Like, and you had zero. You're the only one that had zero in the lineup. And Mark's supposed to be the point guard. Exactly. Like, Peyton Pritchard had one. Romeo Langford had one. Like, and they played way less minutes than you do. But, again, he's not, he's not incredibly wrong. But again, you're, you're, I mean, what other teams, star players not taking 15 to 20 shots a game? Yeah, absolutely, I agree. No, I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. Nobody's happy when you uh, you get outscored by 28 in the fourth quarter. So, anyway, oh, move, moving on. You definitely shouldn't be. <laughs> moving on to the Orlando side, uh, is there anything that you like on the Orlando side? Uh, they are paying in, uh, playing in a pace-up spot here. They are, but they're also playing a good defensive team outside of Robert Williams. I mean, you can take a shot on a Mo Bamba again, or on a Wendell Carter even. I kind of agree with Ryan. Bamba screwed us last time we played him, so it's very likely that he'll drop 50 Fandor points tomorrow. Yeah, he's right there at that line of uh, 6,600 where... It's like when we talk about that, I keep going back to the Harrison Barnes play where he's like, uh, you know, he's just at that price where, you know, he can have, like he did last game against Cat defense, eight points. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I will say I lean, I do lean more towards Wendell Carter right now. He is a little cheaper, and uh, if they're – if they uh, run their rotations the same way, he is going to end up matched against Williams a little bit more than Bamba is. So, yeah, I, can, I, can first, I Wendell Carter play. I actually have Wendell Carter in my lineup at the moment. Yeah, for sure. I like him. Uh, what about uh, Cole Anthony? Cole Anthony's been on a tear. He has, but his price is just terrifying. I mean, 7100 he was a starter outside of when he was hurt last year all year, and we never saw him price this high. I mean, he's obviously doing well, but his – I mean, I would – at the beginning of the season, I would not have set his ceiling 62 handle points. But he's no, I just think he Marcus Smart defense too, so. Yeah, he does. He definitely yeah, will. 7100 getting Marcus Smart defense, I, I wouldn't chase it. But, again, I mean, the kid is ultra-talented. Like, uh, I hate to say that about a North Carolina player, but he's ultra-talented and go out and get you 50, 60 points, Vandal points. Yeah, he absolutely can. I mean, it's definitely it, – it's another multiple lineup move. I won't play him in a single lineup, but, uh, I mean, he's been on, on fire. For sure. I think we got Ryan joining us. Do you like any Orlando Magic, Ryan? What? Orlando Magic, you're on the spot. Oh, one There's no one second. It's just off the cuff. They're playing Boston. Okay. Finally, my AirPods will not connect. Sorry, guys. What game are we on? Orlando, Orlando at Boston. You like anybody? <clears throat> you're starting with me. Okay. Um, 
Well, no, we, 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 or, we've already finished. We're just getting your thoughts. Oh, you can give um, us thoughts on the whole game, Orlando and Boston. Yeah, um, I like Suggs. Um, I always like Suggs. You know, his price um, is still decent at only 5500 I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind Suggs, you know. Um, I think you got to play Wendell Carter Jr. still over Bamba until they figure out what the hell they're doing with uh, – um, until they figure out what they're doing with, uh, you know, both uh, big men. Because Bamba just – I don't know. He doesn't look right. They're not using him right, and he's still more expensive. So I'll continue to play Wendell. You can't play Kawhi at that price still. I know we had a blow-up game last game, but I don't like it. Franz is getting a little too expensive. Um, he's inconsistent um, points-wise. I mean, he hasn't really been inconsistent, I guess. I just, I don't know. I don't like that price for him. I'm not a big fan of it. You know, he's seen, like, just north and just south of 20 points. That's been, like, his average uh, the last couple of weeks, besides his 44 or 45 FanDuel point game yesterday. So it's probably just Suggs and Wendell for me. What were your, was that... Are you guys around, and then also you can take shots at Terrence Ross. I wasn't on Terrence Ross, but I said uh, I actually said Wendell. But I also said I agreed with your take from yesterday that since Bomba screwed us yesterday, he's probably going to drop fifty tomorrow. Oh yeah, for sure. You know it's going to be in Boston. I don't know. I still hate Tatum's price. I think this game blows out. I'm not a huge fan of really anyone. Um, well, did you hear about the drama that Sizemore told me about? No. About what Marcus Smart Mark- said about the Jalen Jalen Brown Tatum? What happened? They said uh, Marcus Smart said Tatum and Brown doesn't pass the ball. <laughs> Publicly, he said that. That's funny. Did they lose or something? Oh, they got outscored by twenty eight in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. But the funny thing about it is uh, Marcus Smart had zero assists that game. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's interesting, I guess. <laughs> it's something. Um, yeah. I mean, Al Horford. Holy shit, this dude. Father time. Talk yeah, about for it. real. I don't know. I don't like his price, though, at almost 8K. I just feel like that's such a trap. Man, I, I agree, but he's been so consistent since he started playing. I, I did not expect him to be consistently scoring around 40 Fandle points in this lineup. Oh, but, no, I don't either. But here he is doing it. It's absolutely mind-blowing. I don't like anyone from the Celtics. I really ever do. I think this game blows out, so I'm not a huge fan of anyone on this side. I don't know about you guys, but I don't like anyone. The one person I really like is Wendell. He's in my lineup right now. Also my Boston. Yeah, I like Wendell, too. Yeah, I don't have anybody from Boston. Yeah. Uh, Dylan said he could take shots on Al Horford. I said he could take shots on Schroeder, but nobody like that were in love with. These are all just GPP darts. Holy shit. Chris Paul's 18 assists. Holy fucking hell. No wonder Booker doesn't have any assists. Huh? So that's who you should put your money on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. 
<laughs> well, fellas, let's go to the fourth game on the slate now that we have our uh, full complimentary staff on here. Um, we got the Chicago Bulls traveling to the Philadelphia 76ers. Oh, hey, Ryan, just to let you know, Boston's only favored by six points against Orlando. Makes no sense, but I get it. Orlando's been playing a little solid lately. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it in there because you said it was going to be a blowout. No, but I should tomorrow. For sure. I like that. For sure. There is no um, line on this Bulls-Philly game as of right now. Uh, Ryan, you've, uh, you just came in. Let's uh, let you go over the Bulls. Yeah, um, there's not much to like from this Bulls team. I mean, I, I like Levine's price at 8100. I think he consistently can hit value there. Um, in a game that will stay close. Uh, I, I love DeRozan. I just think he's too priced now. Um, you know, he's very scoring dependent. I wouldn't say very, but he is scoring dependent, just like Levine. And I'd rather play the cheaper guy, even though it's a hundred dollars. But a hundred dollars could matter in a lineup. So. Um, yeah, I like Lonzo Ball's price at 6K, um, but we just haven't seen him there since the first couple of games. I think we'll get it together, though, for sure. Um, but they're winning. I don't think they'll change anything up as of right now. So not, I, I'm not a, I don't think he'll end up in my lineup, but I really like Lonzo's price. I'm not a huge fan of Caruso tomorrow um, at that price tag. I mean, I, I like him. It's just he hasn't been hitting value. So if I'm playing one guy from the scene, it is probably going to end up being Caruso. As much as I just said, I don't really like his um, how he's been playing um, with the minutes he has. Um, he'll probably be the only guy you can play because it's really Levine and DeRozan. I think they're too expensive for being scoring dependent. Um, Vooch, I just hate playing Vooch on every slate. And Lonzo, you just haven't seen it from him. So I don't know. It's probably just, you know, Bonzo for me, or Alex Caruso for me from this side. Yeah, I mean, honestly, this is another team that we see is really well-rounded. Nobody has to do a whole lot. You have four guys that do a lot. So, I mean, they're not, nobody in this team's ever going to outperform their price tag by too much unless something happens. For sure. What's crazy is you want to go with a 6K Lonzo ball because of everything that's around him. You think that dude should be averaging 10 assists a game easily, but they just haven't used him the way uh, we predicted early in the season, except for one game, and that was the New Orleans game, which he they used him right in the preseason. But yeah, I mean, again, yeah. I'm not going to hate him for it. They're winning. Their only loss is like a close ass game to the, I think it was a one point game to the Knicks. So I'll follow him. Whatever they're doing yeah. is working. So. I, I do like the Caruso play because Anthony Simons just gave the 76ers bench um, the business. Uh, so he had 17 points. Um, he had a couple steals, which Caruso gets steals for you. Obviously, he's not going to get you like four or five steals like he did that one time when you played him. But I do like Caruso tomorrow at 4,900. I think he definitely hits value um, and can go probably six or seven times value uh, depending on how many minutes he plays. Absolutely. Dylan, Sixers? Um, I mean, there's still no Tobias tomorrow. There's no Dana Green. I love Matisse Thibel. 4,400. He's probably going to play close to 30 minutes tomorrow. 
I mean, it's definitely not a cash play. He, he's a low floor, high ceiling guy. But for sure. GPPs, I, I think Thibault's a great play. I think Embiid's great with no Tobias. I'm not too worried about Vooch defense. Yeah. He's my favorite play on the slate tomorrow. Just for the price. He's using an 11K player. I know he hasn't been a great as of late, but they finally gave him that rest day. Um, and we saw him hit 55 against the Pistons the other day. And with no Tobias, that his usage just, it, it increases even more. And Actually, right before, right before they gave him that rest day, I said on my solo podcast that, uh, I, I didn't think you could play Embiid unless uh, there was an injury or he got an extra day of rest. And both of those things happened. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah, I think um, I, I think Embiid is probably the best play on the slate tomorrow. With Danny Green out, though, I think that – I think Seth Curry becomes an amazing play. We saw his usage go way up without Tobias. Um, I don't think much changes with Embiid back for Seth Curry purposes. Um, you know, he'll still be the main guy shooting the ball. We saw him get rebounds, assists, do everything. And at 5,100, I think he should easily hit value, um, especially in a game that should stay close, especially with Danny Green out. Um, I think Seth Curry is an amazing play. I think I'm going to end up having two Sixers in my lineup again tomorrow um, and with it being Embiid and Curry. I, I don't disagree with you. Curry's just one of those guys that almost every time I play him, he fucks me. And then when I don't play him, he fucks me. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he should be a fantastic – he should do fantastic tomorrow. What do you think, Size? I still like uh, Niang at his price with Tobias out. I still think he's going to get um, some of the minutes um, for uh, Tobias would get. So I still like Niang at 3,700. I think he's one of the best value plays on the slate. Uh, you've seen what that kid did without Embiid uh, and Tobias Harris. Obviously, he's going to get those minutes. I mean, he's, it's well-deserved, right? I mean, he just had 21 points, um, rebounds, and assists. Um, so I think he's still garnished some minutes. He's not obviously going to get 31 minutes. Obviously, with Embiid coming back, but I still think he gets some of those uh, minutes that um, Tobias would get. Yeah, I agree. He probably does get a minutes bump. I don't mind him. I mean, yeah, well, he's he's not going to get the minutes bump he had last game. Let's let's admit that. No, he's but he's still going to see around, a minutes bump. Oh yeah, he's probably going to get around twenty twenty five minutes. And I think at thirty seven hundred bucks, if you're getting that guy at twenty uh, thirty seven hundred, I think he could definitely exceed value, if not more, if you need that money. Yeah, I don't mind it. Another one uh, that you can look at, too, is uh, we brought this guy up, is uh, the Korkmaz guy. Um, obviously, he is more scoring dependent. He gets you a few assists, but uh, at another low-value guy, you could definitely look at him, too. This Lakers game is absolutely crazy. <laughs> Sorry yeah, to interrupt you. I just watched... Oh, by by a lot. Uh, I mean, I just watched like three steals in a row. They're just running up and down the court. You you cannot tell this Lakers team is the oldest team in the NBA right now. For sure. Um, I think we're ready to move on to uh, the next game. Yeah, yeah I agree. Dylan, Dylan Thonisoff. It's going to be this Toronto Raptors going against the Washington Wizards. 
Um, right now, the uh, there's no over and under, but Washington is favored by three points. Uh, this time, we'll start with Dylan on the Toronto side. What do you like? I mean, I really want to target this matchup, but uh, we are going to see a little bit of a different Washington tomorrow with uh, Hachimura coming back. So, I mean, that actually makes me like targeting them a little bit better. KCP is a pretty good defensive player, and I think he get, he's the one that gets least gets hurt the most by that coming him coming back. So, I mean, you, you can still take. Hachimura comes back tomorrow. I know, but who gets hurt the most? Sorry, I wasn't. <laughs> KCP. Oh, okay. Okay, we're on the wizard side. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, KCP's been starting at the three. I could see him uh, moving back to the bench and getting a big minutes decrease. So, I mean, you, you, I still like Gary Trent a lot at his price. He's been inconsistent, but on the games that he's done good, he's done re- really, really good. And I do think he would have been wait, matched wait. up with KCP. Hold up. Are we talking about the Raptors or the – I was talking about the matchup for the Raptors. Okay. So who who's getting Hachimura defense? Or is that hurt? Or I'm sorry. I'm confused. Sorry, guys. I'm, like, in a brain. He's saying right Rui is worse on defense than KCP. Oh, okay. I got you. Okay. Wait, sorry. Oh, I was – Don't worry. Yeah, I, I was just so confused what was going on. Yeah, and I mean, guys like Gary and uh, and Newbie still get that boost from Scotty Barnes being out. So I don't mind either of them at their prices right now, especially against this Washington team. I think they'll take a little bit of a hit defensively tomorrow, putting a new guy into the lineup of an already very new team. Yeah. So I think we should see Washington struggle tomorrow, and I'm – uh, you can play it in newbie and Trent and take advantage of it. Yeah. I don't mind Fred VanVleet either. I mean, he's playing the second most minutes on the team. Or third most minutes. Gary Trent played 46. Anyway. Yeah, I love Gary Trent. I agree with you. He's way too cheap. Um, same with Ananobi. Ananobi's a fucking guy. I, I like. I agree 100% with you right there. It, you can't – I don't think you can bait Ananobi, especially in the matchup like this one. He just absolutely dominated the Knicks defense. Um, yeah. This game should, I think, stay closer. I know it. I don't know if Washington will play as well, trying to readjust with Hachimura back. Um, but like you said, either Hachimura is going to be on 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 Anobi or um, oh, I'm completely wrong. Anobi's back with the team, but he is not playing. Or Hachimura is back with the team, but he is not playing tomorrow. Okay, so Anobi will get Kuzma defense, which I am not afraid about at all. So no, um, yeah. Even if he had Hachimura, it was he's in a great match with normal. I think Ananobi's my favorite play on this team. Um, we saw him go off for 36 last game, and he didn't even get any – he got one steal, but he's a defender, and especially in a high-paced matchup, you know. Um, Washington obviously isn't as high-paced as they used to be, um, but they're still higher-paced than a team like the Knicks. So I think there's definitely more opportunity with, like, a guy like Beal and Dinwiddie for uh, – and even Kuzma for steals and blocks, so – I think Ananobi's going to break the slate tomorrow. I think he hits 50-plus fan. I think he hits um, I think he hits 60 fan duel points tomorrow. I don't know why. I think he gets um, four to five steals and blocks, like not both, but combined. And I think you see 30-plus points, and he'll get more rebounds and some more. So I think he breaks the slate tomorrow. I like that take. Oh, yeah. 
the the rookie of the year is out. So OG is definitely a uh, a phenomenal play for sure. For sure. I love I love OG. Uh, you guys, know I, didn't I love Josh, Scotty. I didn't Barnes. know Josh Giddy played for the Raptors though. So. Yeah, it's, uh, I can tell you one player is not going to be the rookie of the year. We can, we can go down that road. But, uh, oh, yeah, I know Jalen Green's so bad, dude. He actually, uh, he's been balling today. He has no other stats. So no. So I'm just saying, balling. as far as scoring, he's actually been hitting his shot. He's not helping the team. I guess he he's a, he's a scorer. They know what they got out of him. He's a scorer. I don't know. He's, I don't like him. I don't like how he plays. I didn't say he was good for DFS purposes, but, you know, he definitely is. No, I know. I just don't like how he plays as a team. He takes, like, 50 shots in, like, half the games. He is shooting, like, under 30%. Guess you never watched Allen Iverson play. Anyway. Why is Precious' minute? So, Ken Birch is the guy there now, apparently. So, I don't mind taking shots on Ken Birch at 4,200. His minutes keep going up um, every game. So I don't mind taking shots on him at all, especially against the weak Washington team. And he'll get Harold defense. I'm not even afraid of Gafford defense. Everyone's out to say Gafford's good. He has not been a good defender this year. So I like Ken Birch. His minutes keep going up. So I don't mind taking shots on a 4,200 Ken Birch tomorrow. Um, but, yeah. I can get behind it. I'm not huge on it, but I can get behind it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Ready to move on? Yeah. To the wizard side. Any wizards? No. Nope. <laughs> I no know this game off. Mm-hmm. Beal's too expensive. Harold's too expensive with Gafford. Kuzma's too expensive. Denwood's too expensive. You can't play Gafford. It sucks. So, um, yeah, it's it's fade everywhere for me. Yeah, well, we'll go to the, uh, I don't like no Washington either, especially if Harold's too expensive. But uh, we'll go to the first national televised game, which is the uh, Atlanta Hawks traveling to Brooklyn. Um, Let me see if they got a thing on this one. Uh, Yeah, 219 and a half, and Brooklyn's favored by four and a half. Um, Who wants to start it on the Atlanta Hawks side? Go on, go on. I'll go for it. Um. Uh, you you can obviously play any point guard against James Harden, whether it be Trey Young or some bum that's never started before. I would feel comfortable starting almost anybody against James Harden defense. The disrespect is real. It is. I mean, the same can be said the opposite way that though too. Trey oh, isn't a good defender either. You could do a double pay up point guard tomorrow with these two. Yeah, uh, I mean. It's one of the very few times I'll say that uh, I feel comfortable playing Atlanta, guys. Holy fuck, I'm projected for 350 with eight points from Kate Cunningham. This is the first time I'm looking at my lineup. Who only got eight points? Okay, um, some random player that plays for a team that we're not going to talk about. Um, Holy shit. Don't worry, we already disrespected them today. You weren't here for it. That's true. It's fine, I don't care. It'll be cheaper and it'll fucking go off. Jake Conferos, dude, hasn't played in 50 years. Actually, he's the one person I didn't disrespect. I just disrespected the team as a whole because they looked bad tonight. They really did. Um, one tweet I saw about the Pistons, though, is that John Beeline came in to help the team shoot um, with a three-point shooting, and now Cade can't shoot. Sadiq Bay hasn't been able to shoot this season. Uh, so it's kind of funny to see that because 
That's true. Um, is is John Collins going to play tomorrow? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. If John Collins misses Clint Capella, I love Clint Capella tomorrow. I think I'd play him over in bead. I don't know if I'd play him over in bead, but he's definitely a good play. At that price against Brooklyn, I don't know. Without I'll John tell you Collins another. There. Tell you another person who's a good play if John Collins misses is Gallinari. And that sounded oh. really gross coming out of my mouth. But yeah. thirty nine hundred, he'll get twenty five plus minutes without Colin there. Collins there. Oh, I hate Gallinari, but I don't mind it. I like the play actually. Yeah, I mean it's a good play. It just sounds really disgusting. I think DeAndre Hunter gets some power forwards. I think you finally see him get rebounds. But I still hate the play. Yep. Price is too expensive. He hasn't even hit value once there yet this year, and he's continued to be priced there. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's all these guys are going to defend on news. I will say, if John Collins is out tomorrow, 100% lock in Trey. Trey gets a big, yeah. big, big usage bump for that. For sure. And already being against Harden defense. You don't think he gets Bruce Brown defense? I think some of the time, not all the time. I think he gets a good amount of hard defense, yeah. Respect it. And regardless of who's defending him, especially if Collins is out. Yeah. Oh, the Nets last Just, game was really against the Pistons? Holy. Oh, that's right. It was on Sunday. I totally forgot about that game. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the Hawks? I don't mind them. Um, just Capella, if uh, Collins is out. I don't mind Trey. I just don't like his price. You know, I I know Collins, he, but Collins hasn't really been shooting the ball that much this year, so I don't think it takes a huge amount of usage away. Um, and like you said, it's a huge um, – they've been so balanced this year, especially if Gallinari plays minutes, he'll be taking his shots. Bogdanovich will be still be taking his shots. Reddish will still be taking his shots. I, I just don't know if – John Collins being out is going to be a huge, as huge as a bump as it used to be, just because John Collins really hasn't been shooting the ball as much this year. I think it's at least a decent bump for Trey. And I mean, well, Trey is another one of those guys that we're saying we don't like his price at 8700 when last year he was a 10K player most of the year. Well, so was Dane. And we figured out that that's one of the guys we said. 300 price tag has not been great at play. Yeah, but the, yeah, we we talked about that. He's playing Cleveland, not one of their guards, Rubio, Garland, or Sexton. Like this is one of the games that Dame can. Yeah, actually he just played explode. fucking Charlotte. Charlotte's defense is awful. Like he didn't do shit in that yeah. matchup either. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys, I think, uh, adjusting to the new rules is affecting them for sure. But I do think these studs like Dame, like Trey, eventually figure it out and get back to the point where they are going to be 10K players. We're yeah. still early into the season, so I, I well, definitely think Luka Doncic has been awful shooting the ball. He kind of finally kind of was able to get that rough off today. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about Luka right now. Did he suck? I thought he had like 30 plus. Real. He he hit like 40 Fando points. Wow. Even with having like 30 real points. 
Yeah, let me ask you guys a uh, let me ask you guys a question on the Atlanta side because the, my thinking is if Gallinari gets implemented into the starting role if John Collins is out, doesn't that make Cam Reddish off the bench more viable? Because he's going to be the only one taking those shots. I mean, Lou will too, but Cam Reddish would get a bump in minutes, and then also, I mean, he'd be the only one on the uh, coming off the bench. I mean, he just had 15 points. Um, and then you implement Gallinari, don't you think his usage would go up coming off the bench? Yeah, I don't mind it. And yeah, Ryan, Lucas scored 41.1 Fanduel points today. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't mind the camera to shake if uh, yeah, Collins I mean, would, were to be out tomorrow. Yeah, if Collins were to be out tomorrow, I don't mind that take at all. For sure. What about on the other side, uh, Ryan, on the next? I don't like much. I really don't. I I don't know. I just not a big fan. You know, I guess you can still take shots on Lamarcus Aldridge, but I I don't know. Paul Millsap's back tomorrow. Exactly. I think there's better plays. I don't like Harden and Durant. I mean, I guess you can still take shots on Harden. It's just I don't love Harden. I don't mind him. It's just, I don't know. I doubt they put Trey Young on him. I bet they just put Trey on Bruce Brown and call it a day. Even Joe Harris. I think, you, I mean, not Joe Harris. I think you will see him on Harden at some point, but I think they put um, Bog on him or Hunter, Hunter on. Hunter will probably be on KD, so I like KD kind of. KD, Hunter can't guard KD. Durant will just shoot over him the entire time, but I still hate Durant's price. He hasn't been doing anything else besides scoring, which, you know, it's just like Luca. Luca hasn't been getting his other peripherals, and now KD's peripherals have been going down, so. Which makes know. me like Harden even more. I really like Harden. We've seen his peripherals, peripherals start to trickle upwards. Uh, he's scoring decently some games. I mean, I Holy think. Uh, Raiders have released Henry Ruggs. Yep, I saw that. But I, I think Harden. Right now, Harden's one of my favorite point guard, shooting guard plays of the slate tomorrow. I think this Brooklyn team's been this Brooklyn team's been struggling. I think this game stays pretty close, and I think uh, Harden's going to be the main guy on this next team. What do you think, size? Uh, I'm with you guys. I like Harden, uh, especially if he's getting um, Trey Young defense. Um, if um, if you're telling me Trey Young's going to be guarding Bruce Brown, I love Bruce Brown at 4,500. Like he's going to get to the peripherals uh, and he'll score more than two points. That's for sure. But at 4,500, I mean, really, you only need what 22, 23 points from him, Fanduel points. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I don't mind it. But I'm with you guys. I think uh, Brooklyn's just been struggling. It's just, uh, I mean, they're still four and three. I don't, I mean, you know, but they they have been struggling a little bit. But James Harden, the reason I like James Harden is because he's starting to find his shot and he's starting to get to the free throw line. So we'll see how that goes from here on out. Yep, I agree. We'll get into uh, the next game, which is Dylan's favorite team, 
the Denver Nuggets traveling to the Memphis Grizzlies. The over and under is 213, and Memphis is favored by two points. Dylan, let's start with your Nuggets. What do you like? Um, honestly, I don't have anybody from this game in my lineup tomorrow. Obviously, you can always take a shot on a Jokic. Um, I don't, I still don't mind taking shots on Aaron Gordon. I'm not, uh, MPJ's price hasn't come down enough for me yet. I'm not too high on him. But I don't mind a 5,300 Gordon. I don't mind, uh, Monte Morris against John Morant. Uh, I don't mind Barton either. Uh, all these guys are decent, but nobody that I'm really giving much consideration tomorrow outside of the Jokic. But if I'm going to pay up for center, it's going to be Embiid more than likely, so. Sure. I like Michael Porter Jr.'s price. Um, I don't know. He's been getting more peripherals lately, which I like to see. Um, and he's been taking a decent amount of shots. Again, I, I don't, I'm probably not going to end up playing him, but his price is getting to that range where you have to start looking at him. So, because we know what he can do, we know what he's capable of. Um, so I don't mind taking shots on Michael Porter Jr. tomorrow at all. Um, just because we've been seeing his rebounds going up, and he's always a steal and block guy as well. So at any point, he could go off for his 50-point game. I don't know when that's going to be. Uh, maybe we have to wait for Jokic to be out. I don't know. But that price is getting down there. We would have to start thinking about playing Michael Porter Jr. I mean, honestly, speaking from just a basketball fan perspective, uh, I'm I'm extremely disappointed with MPJ this season which is hard to believe because I didn't like him much to begin with. But uh, he he should be the guy that's stepping out in Murray's absence this year, and he's just not. It's not like he's shooting bad, though. He's just not taking the shots. I mean, he's just well, That's what I mean. He's not stepping up. He's not stepping yeah. up to be that guy. We saw him do it last season anytime Murray was out, and we haven't seen him at all this season. So, I mean, I, I don't know what what's up with him, but uh, just watching him play, watching him be very passive, I don't know if it's because he got paid and he decided he doesn't want to try as hard or what's going on, but uh, I'm I'm pretty low on him right now. What they got him at, Dylan, the three? Uh, no, they usually play him at the four. Him and Gordon go back and forth. Gotcha. So do you think he gets, uh, cause they, I didn't watch this game. They just played like what, uh, yesterday? Um, do you think yeah. Aaron Jackson guards him or does he guard Aaron Gordon? More than likely, I'd say he guards MPJ. Okay. Cause yeah, MPJ didn't do too good, uh, as far as scoring. Obviously he's only, he only took nine shots, which is, that's just ridiculous. Um, he's an offensive player and he should definitely be stepping up in place of uh, Jamal Murray, but you're right. He really hasn't been just looking at his stuff. But I'll tell you what, I'm with Ryan. If his price keeps creeping down there, like right now it's an intriguing 6200 Like that's very intriguing price for a Michael Porter. Um, it's kind of it's it's kind of those things where you look and you're like, like if this dude just puts up four more shots a game, he's exceeding value. But he's just not doing it for whatever reason. But uh, I'm with Ryan on this one. I don't say that much, but I think – I think he does blow up at one point, so I wouldn't mind a GPP take on 
MPJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you're playing multiple lineups, it's another situation where I'm playing one lineup for GPPs. I'm not going to – his ceiling just hasn't been there this season for me to want to put him in my lineup. Right. I mean, um, most he scored this year was 33, which is – that's not good. No, that's value. Not, not for not for his caliber. Yeah. And I think we can all agree that Joker is way too way, way too priced for this slate. I'm not saying he's too priced high, but like on this slate specifically, he's too much to pay for when you got better options, better valued options. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, absolutely. He he's not okay. like Jonas was today. Right on this big of a slate. With uh, such good options, you don't have to play an 11-2 Jokic. That's not me saying that you should not play Joker. Like, if you play in a whole bunch of lineups, by all means, throw a Joker lineup in there. You never know when that dude goes for 80 points. Yeah. What about you on the uh, Memphis side, Ryan? I love John Morant's price. It's finally back down where he's playable. Um, He's just such a stud. I love John Morant. Um, he probably won't end up in my lineup, but 9,500 for him, I think that's an absolute steal. He's been getting all the peripherals. Um, we've seen him at 60 FanDuel points already this season. I'd rather play him than uh, I'd rather play him than I would play uh, Trey Young tomorrow, even with John Collins out. I just love John Morant. Uh, I think he, I, I just think he's such a he's finally giving an All Star this year. Um, he's doing everything, taking 20 plus shots a game. Um, so I love John Morant tomorrow, and he may end up in my lineup. I don't know. Depending on news, he could find a way into it. Um, but that's pretty much it for me from this team. I don't like Anthony Melton or Desmond Bain. I mean, they've been consistent. It's just you never know which one. And I hate choosing between the two, so I'm just not going to do it. Um, Jaron Jackson's been super disappointing this year. Yeah. Um, he got paid. Yeah. That, that's usually what happens, and I just don't like anyone else. So it's probably just Jaron Jackson or Bust for me. Um, John Moran or Bust. John Moran or Bust for me, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm in about the same place. Yeah, the only every, reason every, I – go ahead, Dylan, I'm sorry. I was going to say that this is a team where outside of Jaw, everybody else is pretty consistent, and, and you're not going to get extreme ceilings out of most of them. Right. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't play John Morant is because you can either play pay four hundred more for Harden. You can go down and play Trey Young at eighty seven hundred. You can go down and play Dame Lillard for eighty three hundred. You can go down to eight thousand and play Fred Van Fleet. Like, there's just so many options that you could do at point guard tomorrow that I don't think you need to go John Morant at ninety five hundred. But I mean, wouldn't be mad if you chose John Morant for sure. He's he's a stud. But that's the, only, that's, the, that's the only Memphis guy I like. Yeah, same. I think with that, we're ready to move to the next game. Which is the Los Angeles Clippers traveling to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, it looks like right now, um, there's no over and under, but <laughs> crazy enough, Minnesota's favored by one and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do you like, and, Ryan, about the Clippers? I don't want to start with Clippers. I want to start with the other team, but don't start. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't like 
if I were to play any Clippers tomorrow, it'd be Paul George of the team. That's it. I, I mean, I expect this game to stay pretty close, so I don't mind Paul George of that price in a close game where he's no, going to have to do a lot. Yep. I, I'm not super high on Reggie. I'm not super high on Bledsoe. I, I guess you, you could look at a Zubok, but that's gross. Yeah. There's better center plays. Wait, but you don't have to, yeah. you don't have to get that cheap. Yeah, I think Batum, Batum with Morris out has been doing really well. He, he's getting 25 plus minutes. A lot of games he's been over 30. So I don't mind Batum tomorrow against Minnesota defense. No, no Reggie Jackson love, Ryan? No. Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he's priced too high for what he's been doing this season. Yep. He's take, he took 17 shots last game. Oh, it's okay. He sucks. Just let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan very badly wants to talk about Anthony Edwards. I want to talk about Anthony Edwards so much. Thank you. Okay. Anthony Edwards <laughs> is locked tomorrow. Just absolute lock. Just lock him in your lineup. No D'Angelo Russell. It could be without Pat Bev. The dude's just going to be taking all the shots. All the fucking shots are going to go to him. He gets steals, blocks, assists, rebounds. He does it all. Dude, it's 7,900 is just priced wrong with uh, no D'Angelo Russell, of course. Um, so, but another guy I do like. Is Pat Bev if he plays at that price tag, he will be the starter. Um, he didn't play last game um, due to an injury, um, but if we see him play tomorrow, he'll be the starter for sure. Um, so I like him. But if he if he misses, I don't mind taking shots on Michael Beasley at all, or not Michael Beasley, Malik Beasley. Um, we saw him get 32 minutes. Usage was high. He didn't shoot great. I don't think he'll shoot that bad again. So I don't mind him. Uh, another guy like if, of course. Once his face is out, um, Beverly is um, Jordan McLaughlin, whatever his name is, McLaughlin. Um, we saw him get an increase in minutes, so um, I don't mind him at 3,600. He's definitely viable if he's going to be playing 25-plus minutes because um, we saw Russell play 17 last game, and I think he got hurt. And then yeah, we did. saw McLaughlin uh, pick up 20 minutes. So I think he'll see 25-plus tomorrow, and at 3,600, it's definitely a good play if uh, Bev's out, so. Um, yeah, it's probably just Edwards is a lock. Lock him in every fucking lineup you have. Even with PG defense. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. He's going to be taking 20-plus shots. I'm not worried about PG defense at all. I mean, he took 20-plus shots last game and didn't hit value. So, there's that. Well, he also had 20 minutes of D'Angelo Russell. 17 minutes of D'Angelo Russell. Sorry, my bad. I mean, I can't say I disagree with Ryan. I I like Edwards a lot tomorrow too, but this game I think you're. Uh, I, I think you're uh, you're burying another lead. Cat's a great play tomorrow too. He is, but I'd rather play fucking and be for seven hundred less, and it sucks that you can only play one center. So sorry. It Not does, sorry. but on DraftKings, I will probably play Embiid and Towns over Capella if Towns misses. Very possibly, yeah. I mean, Zubok and nobody on this team is going to be able to do anything to stop Cat tomorrow. And you're saying that Edwards is going to take 20-plus shots. So is Cat. Cat's going to take all kinds of shots tomorrow. And he also gets all the peripherals. He gets assists. He gets rebounds. He can get blocks and steals. I mean, Cat's a great play tomorrow, too. But I also agree with everything else you said. I'm going Malik Beasley tomorrow, fellas. 4,500, 
that dude can go seven, eight times tomorrow, especially with no D'Angelo Russell. He'll see that 30-plus minutes. How many yep. How many 4,500 guys is going to get 30-plus minutes tomorrow? There might be a couple. Yeah. There might be a couple, but how many with the upside that Malik Beasley provides you? Because he hasn't played well all year, but the last two games he had 18 points and 11 points. And I think, uh, you know, obviously with D'Angelo Russell out, I don't – hopefully Pat Bev plays because Pat Bev will be the starting point guard and Malik Beasley be really the only dude coming off the bench who puts up shots. Yeah. And if uh, Beasley and Edwards is in the game together, Paul George is going to be guarding Edwards, mm-hmm. and he won't be guarding Beasley. No. I, I also think you got to look at Torreon Prince. I'm not saying to play him, but at least look at him, give him some consideration. If he plays 20-plus minutes at 3,600, he's not bad. No, I'll no, look no. at him if I scroll down there and go right past his name. I'd rather play <laughs> McLaughlin, though. I, if Pat Bev doesn't play, I'd rather play McLaughlin. Yeah, because McLaughlin would be put into the starting role, right? No Nathan Nightlove. I mean, he got one rebound in one minute. That's one point per minute. I mean, jeez, that's pretty good. Better than Kate. You, you go ahead and play you some Nathan Knight, Ryan. Nathan Knight, not Mason. I said Nathan. Oh, it sounded like Mason to me. Sorry. <laughs> All right, well, I yeah, I mean, with D'Lo out, a lot of these guys are good plays. It's going to be yep. a good game. Yep. All right, so we'll go to the next game. Um, it's going to be the Dallas Mavericks traveling to the San Antonio Spurs. Right now, this game is a pick no over and under. Um, these two teams played before, didn't they? Yeah. Jalen Brunson and Keebler went off? Because the worst fucking game of the season I played him. Yeah. So, uh, you want to talk about the Mavericks, or you want me to defer to Dylan again? I don't care. Whatever you choose. Ryan, you can go ahead with the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, this team is so garbage. If KP plays, it's even more garbage. You can't play Luka with how bad he's struggling in cash. You can always play him in GPPs. Upside is there. With how bad he's been struggling, I'd rather pay two hundred more for a Paul George, or I'd rather save eight hundred and play John Murray, or even save two hundred and play Steph Curry. You know, I just you can't play Luka Doncic in cash with how bad he's been playing, and especially if KP's back tomorrow, that limits his um upside. One guy you can still play though is Jalen Brunson. That dude's an absolute fucking stud at only forty six hundred. Um, even if Kristaps plays. He's the main guy off the bench, so I don't mind uh, Brunson tomorrow at, I, at all. And he gave, he gave this team the business last time. Yeah. So that's about it for me. It's probably just Brunson, but yeah. Yep, I'm right with you. For me tomorrow, it's just Brunson. I keep taking shots on Luka, and it keeps not working. It's going to be the one time you guys don't take a shot that he's going to yeah, they go off for eighty. Tomorrow. There's better plays. Like there's literally you can play you can play a guy we'll talk about later, and I think I already said his name. So, um, and then you can just I like that it. guy. Yeah, and then you can save eight hundred and play Morant, or you can go to the shooting guard position and play Paul George for about the same price. So, there's just better plays. Yeah, the only yeah, other I mean, guy I would mention is Tim Hardaway. That's the only other guy. I mean, he's been hitting value the last couple games. Um. Uh, he didn't hit value against San Antonio the last time they played, but uh, he's going to take his shots. 
That's the only. I mean, but I wouldn't feel comfortable playing him in cash. I think yeah, I mean, his usage downgrade with KP back. I think he was one of the main beneficiaries, him and DFS. Um, I think they both see a step down with if KP plays. Oh, yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah. That's, that's, that's only if KP misses. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's only if KP misses. But Bronson, Bronson is... LeBron James uh, to the locker room. Oh, shocker. He'll play tomorrow. He'll play in the next game. He'll be questionable all day up to lock. 10 p.m. game probably. And then, oh. You guys don't, Bronson seem like the safest cash play right now. 4,600. Like that dude's just been balling. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say the safest cash play. There's definitely better plays. Um, like safer wise. Like, you know, I think I like, um, I guess he is pretty safe. He'll get you value. Are we, were you just trying to disagree with me? No, I was going to say... You were just trying to find a reason to disagree with me. I'm not Richie. I, I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan, take us into the Spurs. Um, DeJounte Murray, right? I don't mind DeJounte, not at all. He went off against his team last time they played. Uh, I mean, you can't really say he went off. He he got 48 Fando points. It's still good, still above his uh, value right now. I don't mind him, but I think there's a lot better plays at shooting guard and point guard positions. Oh, for sure. But I just, I just love that kid in general. That kid, he's, he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I would have said I don't mind Pirtle, but I think he's overpriced at the moment. If uh, KP so, I mean, misses, though, if, I love Pirtle. Yeah, I don't mind him if KP misses, but I mean, 7100 uh, that's a really high, play, high price for Pirtle. It is. I don't like the Spurs ever for DFS, really. DeJounte Murray's too priced up now. Derek White, Kelvin Johnson, Lonnie Walker, Dennis, you never know who's going to do what for them. Um, Bad Young is back. He played 15 minutes last game. He's he's always a good DFS player, but he's just not playing the minutes right now, so there's not much to And like. the only reason he is getting any minutes is because McDermott's out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he is questionable for tomorrow. He might play so, I don't know. I just hate playing the Spurs and DFS. I just don't think any of them are viable, especially on a big slate like this. I'm really surprised that all these guys are playing and Thad Young isn't. I think Thad Young's a lot better than a lot of these guys. Well, didn't he just come off an injury? No, I don't think so. I thought he was, because this is the first time I think I've seen him without an out tag. No, I mean, he play, he's played in a couple games, a few minutes here and there. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah, he's just not. They're just not playing him. Oh, LeBron's back. Good figure. Yeah, who, who gives a fuck? I hate yeah, my players are on the slate. Yeah, good thing they're not yeah, on the tomorrow, but we got another fucking guy on the slate that you gotta think about. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And that's in the next game. The Charlotte Hornets and the Golden State Warriors? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Um, just, never mind. That was, that, I thought you were going to the other game, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. 226 and a half and Golden State's favored by six. Um, which, which team did you want to start off, Ryan? I don't care. Let's start off with Charlotte. You can talk about Richie's team. That way I can tell him everything that you said. So that way you, you guys can just listen to the podcast themselves. He's not going to do that. Um, anyway, uh, Lamella Ball, too overpriced now. He's playing on the road. He sucks on the road. Uh, and he gets a 
I don't know. He gets Curry defense, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of an 8600 Lamelo ball. I really aren't. Aren't we've seen him um, completely shit the bed like half of his games. So and like my friend Richie said, and I'll agree with him here. He plays much better at home. So um, now you're going. Yeah, on the I road. also agree with that. I just don't think there's many viable people on the Hornets. Miles Bridges, I think, is too overpriced now to play. And we've seen him come down to earth a little bit, um, just a little bit. You know, he's still hitting 50 FanDuel points, but we've seen him have a couple 38 FanDuel point games, which is not value. <coughs> but it's not value for that price tag. Um, and there's better plays. I don't mind Kelly Oubre. He usually always has a bad game after a fucking good game. So I think you'll see him have a good game again. At only 5,500, his usage off the bench is absolute bonkers. Um, I, and I love Terry Rozier. He got priced down again for some whatever fucking reason. He looked great last game, um, taking 22 shots, playing 35 minutes. Um, so especially against Golden State defense in a game, I think stays remotely close. I love Terry Rozier's price tomorrow. Absolutely love it with the shots he's been taking. I agree. Terry's in my lineup right now. I love Terry tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think Terry is one of the better plays on the slate tomorrow at 5,500. He's going to smash that value. Absolutely. I agree 100 fucking percent with you. And he's pretty much you, – you can take shots on Obrey, but right now Terry's the only guy I really like on the team. For sure. What you size? What do you think? I think you guys nailed it. The only other dude I would have even considered is a Cody Martin, but he's way too priced now. So uh, you guys pretty much nailed that take. I don't know why uh, I guess they – Cody Martin uh, did pretty well while Rozier was out, so they marked him up to 5,200, and I wouldn't be willing to take that risk. But um, I liked him when he was like 4,000. But, yeah, I mean, I don't like uh, – even though LaMelo Ball's getting Steph Curry defense, uh, I mean, if you just look at his road games, I mean, he's never hit value. So – um, there's just better point guard plays than Lamella Ball tomorrow. And that, that's sad to say because Steph is one of the worst point guard defenders in the NBA. Yeah. What about you on the other side, Dylan? I love Steph. <laughs> Me too. Lamella Ball is also a horrible defender, and uh, I, I think Steph just goes off tomorrow. I, I, I think he stays close. I do, too. Uh, Charlotte's been playing very well as a team. I, I think Steph has to blow up to win this game tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I love Jordan Poole tomorrow. His price, absolutely love it. Um, we've seen him hit value in four out of the six games. Um I don't know. I just think that 5200 price tag is viable now. I don't. I wouldn't say I love him, but it's definitely a nice price tag for him tomorrow. Um, I really do like it. Uh, Damian Lee will be back tomorrow, which kind of sucks. I was hoping he was out because um, Andre Iguodala would be a nice play if Lee was out. Um, but yeah, there's not much else I like. Draymond's getting a little up there in price, but again, he's just consistently hitting value. And Charlotte's been awful to big men, so I don't mind Draymond at all. Um, I think there's better plays around that price tag than uh, Draymond Green tomorrow. So I like Steph, I like Poole, and that's pretty much about it for me. 
Um, Dylan usually likes Damian Lee. I don't know if he does tomorrow. I don't mind him. I think there's better value plays tomorrow, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for me on this team tomorrow, it's pretty much courier bust. I agree with you guys 100%. I mean, um, Draymond, even though his price is up high a little bit, concerning he was just 6400 like a couple days ago, uh, he has hit value like uh, Ryan said the last three games. But, you know, he smashed value that first game, but you got to look at who he played. He played OKC twice. And he played Memphis. Uh, so him against Jaron Jackson, really unfair matchup. Uh, so, I mean, I, there's definitely much better plays. And if you're going to play the Stephs, the Joe and Beads, you can't play a Draymond. So you got to find value at the power forward position. Yeah. Yep, I agree. And we'll go, I think we got one more game, right, fellas? We got one more game? Yeah. We do. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, it's yeah, it's uh, New Orleans traveling to Sacramento. Um, New Orleans, uh, there's no over and under, but Sacramento is actually favored to win by five points. Um, I like that. Ryan, which Me one? What, what side do you want to start on, bud? You could start whatever side you want. Uh, I mean, I'll just start with New Orleans. I don't know. You gotta always look at Joe Val. I mean, especially against Sacramento, the model dude's just been so consistent, and his price is just too cheap for what he's been doing. I don't know. Um, I, I I'm considering him. I really am over a guy like uh, Embiid, especially if Brandon Ingram misses. I mean, his usage has really been what Embiid's usage is, and you get him at a thousand dollar discount. Um, in a game that I think should stay remotely close, and Sacramento is just absolutely terrible to big men. So, um, I don't know. So we should see he, ownership all across the board tomorrow, then, right? I really, I, I think Embiid will still come at the chalkiest just because it's Embiid. Um, but you just gotta look Joe Val's way if Brandon Ingram's out. I mean, there's no way around it. Yeah, I agree. All right, Sizemore, I got a question for you about this New Orleans team. Fuck no, I don't want to play it. Well, that wasn't the question. You watched the game today. What happened to Herbert yeah. Jones? Why did he play 19 minutes? He only played 19 minutes? Yeah. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, he went from playing. Today. He did. Yeah, Herbert went from playing 20 to 30 minutes to playing 19 today. I really like yeah, yeah, Temple and uh, Trey Murphy today. They, play, they played both of them about 25 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Trey Murphy was in a lot. Yeah, he did. He was doing very well. I don't understand why they didn't play him hardly at all after halftime. Well, to be fair, I turned it off when the Lakers came on. So I was watching most of the game, and then I turned it on for so the, uh, the Lakers. I mean, Garrett Temple at 3,700 put up 30 handle points today. Yeah. I mean, that's the only thing I can figure is because they wanted to play Temple more. Uh, they said on Twitter, take it with a grain of salt, uh, I guess he got smacked in the nose and he was going to go to the locker room to put a mask on. I guess he broke his nose, maybe. Oh, wow. Well, that's something. Yeah, yeah Herbert Jones is playing great until the injury. So he must have, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. 
Um, yeah. Um, oh, that's um, great. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I yeah. probably would have yeah, cashed oh, for that. that. Yeah, I probably would have cashed if it hadn't been if Herbert had gotten more minutes. Or if yeah, some look, other there's literally an the, NBA interesting move. Look at small forward Herbert Jones will not return tonight versus the Suns. So he got hurt. Dylan, that's the answer. Well, if that's the case, he plays tomorrow. I like him still. Yep. I like him still. You still got to look at Naw. Naw hasn't no, been don't. great. But... No, you don't. Fuck that guy. Same <laughs> guy. That guy, that guy, dude, what's crazy is, and it's because it's a back-to-back, right? Like, Vandal's already got their prices in there. Like, he's still 6,100. Yeah, I mean, if Ingram's out, you still got to look at him, though. You got to look at Hart. You got to look at him. You got to look at Devonta. Devonta had a good game today. Yeah, he had a decent game. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. At 6K, uh, this dude hasn't hit, hit the value since October 25th against Minnesota. But you, you're you're not taking the matchup into account here. You I mean, you know his matchup. Just like he plays Sacramento. That's yeah, all that matters. Like we said about, like we said about, um, like we said about Utah today. You you could basically play the entire Utah team, and we were right. They all did fantastic. So, I mean, against the Sacramento team, especially with somebody out like Brandon Ingram, who gives everybody so much, him being out, you've got to look at almost everybody in the starting lineup tomorrow. So, if Herbert Jones and Ingram's out, you got to really look at Josh Hart if Herbert Jones don't play tomorrow. Yeah, Absolutely. I love Josh Hart tomorrow. They're finally using him again. Well, they they brought him back in slowly because of the fact, you know, he was hurt. I know, but I, I like how they're using him again. I'm glad they're using him like they should. Yeah, he's getting 30 minutes. Yeah. I still don't like Alexander Walker. Fuck that guy, dude. I played that guy <laughs> two times this year. And I think Ryan played him a third time. A time I didn't play him. I think he should have been every time for us. Except yeah. Richie. Richie, Richie, whenever Richie plays him, he goes off. So Richie plays him tomorrow. Unless Richie played him today. But I don't know if he did. I don't know if he did either. But there's still a guy on the other side I think I like more than any Hornet tomorrow. For value. Or but but hey, you mean, uh, would, you, would you rather play Josh Hart or, or Nall tomorrow? Josh Hart's 5,500. Josh Hart. Exactly. I'd rather so, play Josh Hart and I'd rather play Devontae Graham than not. I'd rather pay up for Devontae Graham and I'd rather pay down for Josh Hart than play not tomorrow. Yeah, I, I'm likely not playing not tomorrow, but you do have to look at them. And if you're playing multiple lineups, you should have exposure to all of them. Yeah, for sure. But what do you I like think my on favorite. The, yeah, what do you like on the Sacramento side? I, I love Davion Mitchell again. I got to I watch a good bit of him playing today, and he looked good out there. I mean, he didn't exceed value by a whole lot, but he did exceed value. And, I mean, he looked confident when he's out on the floor. He looks really good. He looked better yeah. at his shot, too, which is more important today. Yeah. I don't mind. I, I just need to see more peripherals from him. I don't think he's going to score 18 again. Um, I think he will take a nice amount of shots, but I need to see more peripherals out of him for sure before, you know. Um, but this Utah team doesn't turn the ball over, so I think you'll see more peripherals out of the steal and block category tomorrow. 
especially against yep. the Orleans team that won't have Brandon Graham. So I don't mind the play at all, especially you're, you're going to need some value on this slate if you want to play a bunch of these guys that we've been talking about. So, um, yeah, I don't I mind I think there's a ton of value on this slate tomorrow. There is. I'm saying that's what I'm saying. You're going to need this, some of this value, and he's a great value piece with a bunch of these guys. Green going bonkers. Yeah, I really like Davion Mitchell tomorrow. He's one of my favorite value plays. And this New Orleans team doesn't play defense anywhere near what Utah plays defense. So I expect him to do a little bit better tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. You know one dude you guys can absolutely take a shot on? Aaron Fox. Darren Fox, seventy seven hundred. Like Devontae Graham is not a good defender, you know. And like, if they don't have Ingram in them, you could definitely load up some seventy seven hundred Darren Fox because Darren Fox might not be your ten k ten k player consistently, but he's definitely a nine k and above player. He's between a nine and ten. He can go out there and get you fifty. Yeah, I don't mind it. Not at all. I, I haven't been comfortable playing Fox for a few games now, but I don't mind it tomorrow. No, his price is just getting down there, man. It's just like it's kind of like Dame, man. Like it's a uh, Dame's price is so cheap. It's like you want to play him. Like you're looking at it, and like dude, Dame dollar is only eighty three hundred. You kidding me? Yeah. Same way with Fox. I know he only got thirty four points the last time against New Orleans, but I mean he could definitely. I mean, you saw it at the beginning of the season. He gave 43 the first game, but then since then, he just fell off a cliff. Yep, I agree with that 100%. And then, of course, you can always go Harrison Barnes. He did absolutely amazing against this New Orleans team. And if they don't have Baron and Ingram, I think he could do much of the same. But I, he's just too priced up to play him. Yeah, I agree with that. But he has been fantastic this year so far. So You guys know that all three of the Lakers stars exceeded value today? Well, we didn't all, three of them, all three of them are at 5.3x right now. That's wild. All right, well, I think we're Crystal Wood absolutely balled out. Yeah, I know he did. I loved him, and Richie hated him. I hit uh, 320 today. What am I Better than I did. I had three busts. I am at 345 right now. I yeah, had, that, uh, start, that pivot helped start. you out a lot. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That Donovan Mitchell, he, that was an amazing play. Chris Paul went for 51.4. Yeah, it's wild. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect him to have more assists than points today. Well, I went him over Conley. Conley was solid at 35. Gobert, what did he do? Yeah, Gobert hit 50, so I think it, was, it would have been pretty similar because Joval didn't do much. Yeah, Joval, 46.8. Devonta Graham a little bit better. So. Well, Mitchell, Debian Mitchell would only got you 26. Like, what did JaVale McGee do? JaVale McGee didn't do bad, did he? 
Frank fucking Kaminsky came in there and stole his fuck. They started him with second half, bro. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that. Frank Kaminsky went for 39 today, fellas. Huh. Yeah, Frank the Tank. Out of Frank the Tank. Great if fucking, uh, um, what's his face? Actually played minutes. Or didn't yeah. play minutes, but didn't shit the bed. Uh, Kate Tanner. Who, who should the bet be? will be good, though. Kid Cunningham. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he'll be fine, though. It's just the rest. For the record, I would continue to play Kate Cunningham because his Absolutely. shot's there. He's not afraid to shoot it, even though he did shoot four air balls. Uh, it was amazing because he shot the first two air balls, and I was like, oh, he's probably going to be, like, a little bit more pass heavy. No, that motherfucker still shot it. And shot, I mean, he shot two more air balls. He's going to keep shooting. That, he's got to get the rust off. And in case he says he's going to continue to play in minutes just to get that rust off. So, Well, the one thing I don't like about Cade Cunningham, he plays on a team where when he passes them the ball, like they're not a very good offensive team. So if he's passing the dude uh, at the three-point line, I mean, I don't. they shot like 35% from the field today. Like, I don't like the fact that his team sucks offensively. It's going to be harder for him to get assists, you know what I'm saying? Like, when they're, he's not passing to guys, like, that can make threes. Yeah. But he'll be perfectly fine. Hopefully they price him down at about 4700 next week or next late. For sure, it's against though. Philly, too. He gets Philly and Brooklyn his next two games, back-to-back Thursday and Friday, so. Which I didn't make sense. I know you watched a lot of the game. I watched basically three quarters and like a little bit into the fourth quarter. Uh, as soon as Giannis went out, I basically turned the game off. But I thought they would like let him run the offense more. And they didn't let him do that. Which is crazy to me. But it's whatever. All right. Well, you guys want to go? Already, I'm ready to go. Yeah. All right, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go I ahead. will. No, I got okay. it. Ryan, well, I'm stealing your thunder. Um, we're just going to play a guy that I think you absolutely need to play tomorrow, and that is OG and Novi. Oh, we talked about him, Dylan. Yeah, we did. I was here for that. You what? I I had a big uh, – I said he's going to break the slate with 60 Fando points tomorrow. That was my big He did. He did. All right, Saez, you want to go ahead? Yeah, we're going to get different. I'm going to play Deer and Fox. Oh, oh you fucker, I was going to do that. <laughs> was you? Great. Hey, great. I was. Like. Okay, I already had him up and everything. Oh, shit. Now we need right, a little wait, bit of value. I'm going to play Gary Trent. See, see, now we have two of your picks in the lineup. We do. We're going to put him at shooting guard or a small forward. It doesn't really matter right now. I'm a shooting guard right now. All right. Let's get ready for Ryan's pay-up spot. (laughs) You're funny. We're going to go shooting guard Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty nice.
Right, let's power. Get, let's get let's get a little crazy and go. Um, well, not really crazy. I think we all like this guy tomorrow, Wendell Carter, to go in the power forward spot. That's what I was gonna do again. Oh my God, Ty, stop stealing the thunder! Right. I'm looking. Right, at his, I'm, I'm looking through his window, and I can see the player that he's on. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get really crazy, and I'm going to play Carl Anthony Towns at center. Oh, you no bitch. one's going to do that tomorrow. You bitch! <laughs> I was going to still Ryan's pay up thunder. God damn it! I was my next pick was Jovell. Oh, <clears throat> damn! Oh, I can't even go to my other guy, Anthony Edwards. That sucks. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, this is rough. Hmm. I'm trying to decide what I want to do here. You can still play Anthony Edwards if you want. We can make that work. No, I don't want to, though. Hang in there with me, guys. We're, we're figuring this out right now. As long as you don't play Gnaw, we're good. Okay, <laughs> we're going to do this since we're, we obviously aren't going to be playing Steph Curry. Uh, we're going to play Draymond Green at the other power forward position. We already got two power forwards. No, we don't. No, we don't. We just have Wendell. Obi Toppin. We just realized Obi Toppin. I thought you did. You pick Obi Toppin. I don't think Obi Toppin's name was ever taken. Are you swear? I took OG and Nobi with my first pick, and then you said, "Oh, we talked." Oh my god! I thought you said Obi Toppin. Jesus Christ. I swear to God. <laughs> you had to have been really confused when Ryan said he thought he said he was gonna go for sixty points and break the slate. I I was a little confused and I could have sworn he wasn't there for the New York Knicks take. I'm like, not. He's like, Yeah, I was there. I'm like Okay, whatever, let's roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let me make sure we got Fox, Trent, Rogier, Ananobi, uh, Carter, Green, Towns, right? Is that who we got? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Where the fuck was I at? That's, that's, that's two nights in a row. I might need to get my hair shut. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, shit. We can move people around. We have. We can. You can move Rozier to a shooting guard. You can move Trent to a small forward. Um, so yeah, or you can move Rozier to point guard. Nobody to shooting guard if you want to play two small forwards. So there's still a lot of movement to move around. Yeah. Um. I have an idea, size. Go ahead. Let me go ahead and play Davion Mitchell at point guard, and I can oh. leave you with a guy I know you really like. At what? Small forward. A 
a guy I like at small forward? Yeah. Who the fuck do I like at small forward? Josh Hart? The guy that's not nah. You're talking about Josh Hart? Yeah. Yeah, I love Josh Hart tomorrow. We could definitely go Josh Hart. Absolutely. And I know this kills this kills Ryan with every being in his body, but we're leaving four hundred on the table. Oh my god, I left four hundred on the table with my pivot. Dude, that pivot worked yeah. out for you. I'm very confident in saying I'm always okay with leaving under a thousand on the table. I'm not comfortable leaving over five hundred on the table unless it's like a pivot and there's nowhere else to go. But if there's a slate and I'm leaving 500 on the table, unless, like, every other payoff is just awful, like, where I can go up to is awful. But I just feel so bad leaving 500 on the table. I mean, I don't Funny. I don't necessarily feel good when it happens, but if I like everybody in my lineup, then I'm generally okay with it. Yeah, Funny sure. story. Funny story about Ryan's lineup today. So when Ryan did that pivot, um, and he went up to Donovan Mitchell, and I did the pivot, I just looked at uh, – um, McGee and Wood at the bottom, right? And then I seen Chris Paul, so I changed it to Chris Paul. And then, because you know, I play y'all's lineups, so I went to I went to uh, Chris Paul, and then I saw Mitchell. You know, I didn't think nothing of it. I, I was like, "Fuck it, it's Mitchell." And then I was like, "There's 4,500 left on the table. What's this fucker think?" And then I had a look, and it was Donovan Mitchell. I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> I was like, "This dude left 40. This dude's got some balls." <laughs> To be, to be honest, I was pissed I got Chris Paul. I really was. I did not like it. Um, I did not think he was going to get 18 assists today. I did not think that. I knew he's a good assist guy. I just wasn't expecting close to 20 assists. Um, but I was mad that I actually put Cade at shooting guard. I wanted I wanted Devin Booker. So that's what I'm saying. I had the five. I had 500 on the table to get up to uh, – Booker, like I left five hundred on the table, and I was not happy about it. I wanted Devin Booker over Chris Paul a thousand times out of a thousand, um, but it worked out. So it definitely yeah, did. No. Booker had a rough night. Yeah, because I pivoted to Booker and DK, and I regret that. Yeah, it it, it worked out. So, um, yeah, I still cashed. On DK, I didn't cash on Fandle, but my DK lineup cashed with Booker. Uh, if Cade Cunningham does anything, I'm taking the shit down. Uh, if Cade, if I had stayed with my original lineup with on DK with uh, uh, Gobert and Davion Mitchell, and Cade did anything, I probably would have. Actually, if that happened and Jones hadn't gotten hurt, I very possibly would have took shit down on DK. I'm very happy we're going to get low ownership on Cade Cunningham next game, though. Very happy about it. We will continue to – I mean, I'm 100% will continue to play him on DraftKings. He's only 3,600 today. I I can afford him. He's taking the most most shots on the team. They're going to fall. Um, And I'm not going to – I don't want to say, but Pat Connaughton has looked really good on defense so far this year. I've watched him a couple times against Brooklyn, against uh, Utah. He looked really good on uh, Donovan last game. Um, without uh, um, against when they played Milwaukee, yeah, it'll be a free space on DK next game. So 
So there's that. Oh yeah, absolutely. If he gets, if he gets, if he goes, if he gets priced on even to forty nine hundred on FanDuel, he's like, I think I still think he's a must play five K. I mean, the dude is taking the most shots on the team against Tyrese Maxey defense that I do not respect at all. Um, and then, uh, you know, he's going to get your rebounds, assists, and steals. So when you're taking the most shots on the team, you're not going to shoot two for thirteen again, or however however bad he shot. He shot pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, hope you guys like it. And, uh, yeah, make sure you join the Discord. Uh, see you next time. See you.